Sox. White Sox. Go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughter. Holy cow. You can put it on the board. Yeah. It's a perfect game. Run out, go. Grand slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez. He's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and the show is at Locked On Sox on our Twitter, on our Instagram. And thank you for making Locked On Sox your first listen every morning. Locked on Socks is free and available on all platforms, including Locked on Socks on YouTube. If you want to leave us a voice message, 312-566-8727 or LockedOnSocks at gmail.com for your emails. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing well, better than yesterday. I was uh, fighting through yesterday's program with uh, just a vicious migraine, so uh, my apologies. Uh, otherwise, we would have knocked out a couple more shows last night. But I'm doing uh, much better tonight, and uh, you are looking snazzy. Is that a Future Sox shirt you're sporting here today, Herb? Yeah, it is. Oh. I bought it. Uh, my guy, uh, Mike Rankin, was showing me the shirt, and I was like, you know, hell, let's support the people who support us. So got a Future Sox, got a Pinwheels and Ivy, got all these guys uh, nice. from all on wait yeah you really support out here in these streets that's 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 good stuff right there yeah it was uh, on the future socks website you purchased that or straight um, from the man himself hand to hand transaction no, i think it's from snark burley okay um so whatever that website is so okay. i got that and she has a couple of those i think lauren wills is her name okay awesome awesome yeah man uh oh wouldn't it be nice to uh if you could have shirts with locked on socks on it mm. it would be so nice um i mean Oh, that would be nice for you guys out there because I already got one. So I have one Mike. as well. So is Mike Victor. So does Lawrence Holmes. Yeah, there's like 10 people that have Zach some. Byrne, I think, has one. Yeah, our, some of our random subscribers, they're all at random. Uh, but yeah, we were able to give some as promotional items. Uh, we are not allowed to sell them. Uh, maybe in, a, in a, the next life, maybe we can uh, sell some shirts with our stuff on it. Um, it's episode 361 here today, Herb, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, Liam Hendricks uh, is taking home some hardware here. Rick Hahn spoke at the winter meetings. And also Scott Boris was out here uh, spitting bars at the winter meetings. Excuse me, the GM uh, meetings or matings, however you want to refer to them as. So we got a lot of stuff here, and we still got Rick Hahn stuff to get through from the uh, end-of-season press conference here. But let's start with the good news. You know, Rick Hahn, we, we've talked about his moves a lot of late and the moves he made around this time a year ago. Uh, but one of his biggest moves that he has uh, made in his tenure as GM, I would say, uh, by signing Liam Hendricks to that three-year deal last season. Liam Hendricks for the back, back-to-back back seasons here. Two years in a row, he's won the American League Reliever of the Year. Uh, this is from the uh, White Sox press release. Hendricks, 32, is the first pitcher to earn the award in consecutive seasons following his win with Oakland in 2020. He also is the first White Sox pitcher to be named AL Reliever of the Year since the award began in 2014. He went 8-3 and three with a 2.54 earn run average, 38 saves, 113 strikeouts. Uh, in uh, He goes uh, seven walks only in 69 relief appearances this season. Nice. Uh, don't say it, Herb. Uh, in his first with the I White Sox. Uh, he joined Terry Forster 
and Goose Gossage and Bobby Thigpen as the only Sox to lead the AL in saves. Hendricks led MLB relievers in strikeouts and AL relievers in whip and strikeout to walk ratio. And the most impressive thing uh, to me in this, and I don't think it's in the press release here. No, it is not. Uh, an earn run average of zero. That's your ERA, buddy. Zero coach uh, in the, for the month of September. That's pretty damn good. And it's really unfortunate that they were not able to use him uh, as a weapon. What did he have? Uh, one real appearance, you know, and I consider like, I know he pitched in one of those garbage games, I think, but one yeah. save situation in, in the postseason, that's not going to get it done. But I got to say, man, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about the moves that Rick Hahn made that didn't work out, like Cesar Hernandez and Craig Kimbrell. But this move here, along with Lance Lynn, who's in the top three for AL Cy Young Award, those two moves he made a year ago around this time uh, were really beneficial to the club. And so that gives me a little faith here going into the offseason that he can make uh, some moves like that again and keep building on this thing. But uh, uh, props to Liam Hendricks. Yeah, it's an awesome award to win. He won, I think, uh, reliever of the month two times this uh, past year. And so, yeah, Rick really hit this one out of the park. He did his homework, understood that, wow, that was a terrible way to end the series versus Oakland. But that guy who was in the series versus the White Sox, we need that type of grit. We need that type of fastball. We need that type of emotion on our team. And I think he took the... Craig Kimbrell acquisition, not personally, but he took it as a challenge. Okay, they see they need some more bullpen help, and they're bringing one of the best closers in the game over. Okay, cool. See it? I see it. And then he raised level of play. He was awesome from down the stretch. And yes, we should have had him more available. And I hope Tony realizes when it's down, it's the sixth inning, you can bring Liam Hendricks in at that time. If you need to, if he's your best closer or your best reliever and you need outs in a key situation, bring your best closer in. Don't just bring a guy in who works the sixth inning. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to Rick Hahn for that great move. Doesn't seem like a lot of money. And congratulations to Rick for going out and trying to solidify their bullpen anyway, even though the move didn't work out ultimately with Craig Kimbrell. I'll look forward to seeing what they're going to get for Craig Kimbrell on the trade uh, market. Okay, we'll get to that in a second here. But I got to say, you know, Liam Hendricks wound up being an all-star. And just looking back on the 2021 season, just on a a personal level, things I will remember the most uh, fondly. Uh, the All-Star Game. Uh, we were up in Michigan that week, and we had taken the, the week off, you and I did, where uh, Sean Anderson and Mike Rankin filled in for us, so we were able to get some time uh, away from the show uh, during a dead spot in the year. Uh, but a, a fun night. I just remember listening to, to Lance Lynn toss an inning in that All-Star Game. Uh, it, was a, it was a beautiful night up in Michigan. I was in the pool. I had the old Sono speaker out listening to, the, to our guy, Gian Shabby, on the radio and, uh, and, and watching Liam Hendricks curse up a storm in that ninth inning, making Joe Buck nervous. I think that was one of the, the, the high points of the year, I think, when you, when you look back at, at the season. Uh, you know, one of those, those, those moments there where you, where you think of uh, your White Sox on a national stage. And so those two guys are right here at the forefront for postseason awards. So uh, kudos to Rick Hahn on making those moves a year ago. All right, you mentioned the Craig Kimbrell thing. There's more. This is going to be a developing story every day here when we talk about Craig Kimbrell, especially with Rick Hahn at the GM meetings. He's going to be you know, one of the biggest commodities out there, one of the biggest trade chips, and there's going to be a lot of desperate suitors, I think. So I think Rick Hahn doesn't have to make a deal. He could wait and see how this team looks. You know, He, he can solve his 
lack of depth in the bullpen by just throwing money at the, those problems. We talked about guys like Rizel Iglesias would be awesome. You know, if they want to bring Tep back, I think that would be a good business as well. And you, it wouldn't cost an arm and a leg. But uh, Craig Kimbrell is going to be there. I, I think if he's not on, if he's on the opening day roster, I think this will be a developing story all year. So in, in, a, in a way. I hope that they just trade him so we don't have to talk about this all year. Like, you know, I, I want Craig Kimbrell to be good on the White Sox, but I'm not so sure if the White Sox want that. I don't I wonder if he if that causes more problems than it than it solves when you talk about the eighth and ninth. But listen to what Rick Hahn was saying here and just sort of this I, I appreciate the transparency here as you'll hear. And also just like the the little thinly veiled things here or there. See if you can pick up on what I'm picking up here. This is Rick Hahn talking about uh, the plan for Kimbrel uh, in 2021 and possibly going forward. Obviously, we've, he's got an extremely long track record of success in the closer role. Uh, so it's understandable there'd be more comfort for him there. And if you're projecting him out for 22, it's probably easier to project him in that role where he's had the success than how he was used down the stretch by us. But in terms of his approach to it, he's repeatedly emphasized winning is the most important thing. I can't recall I last. It. <laughs> what, did, what did you hear? I heard him pretty much throwing Tony under the bus. <laughs> saying we. The, the, the way, <laughs> yes, exactly, saying we, but he you know he had no no say in that. And he says, this is a ninth inning guy, just like Tony said at the end of the year. And, you know, Tony's not going to use him as that. And, it, you know, if you already got a closer, I understand Tony's rigid. He's not going to be moved from where the spot that he's at. So I think both. Like Tony was kind of taking a shot at Rick and the people who acquired uh, Craig Hem- uh, Craig Kimbrell, and also there it's subtle but a little shot. Like you know, he's a ninth inning guy, and in twenty two, if we're going to be used, if he's going to be used, it should be in that situation. Obviously, he's had so much success as a ninth inning guy. Obviously, we've, he's got an extremely long track record of success in the closer role. Obviously. I mean, that is so obvious in the closer role. It's so obvious, everyone. Uh, but it wasn't to us. Uh, so part of me, like when I hear stuff like that, I think, like, is it possible that that his fate is already sealed? Like, that's like, it's, it's already a done deal. They've had the discussions with Tony, and he's not going to waver. And this is not going to be a situation where he's going to be in the ninth inning for the White Sox. At least, you know, I, I think that's what we're looking at here. I hate it. I hate, hate, hate it that they don't think that they can make it work. I, I you know, who knows? Who knows what the, the conversations that happened behind the scenes? But, you know, I, I think the best version of the White Sox team is Hendricks in, in the seventh and eighth or just the eighth. And Kimbrel closing. So I don't know. This is going to be a thing that we're going to be following all offseason, sadly. Uh, but, you know, it could be exciting. They could get a King's Ransom for uh, for the guy. But keep in mind, it's just one season, and he only pitches uh, a couple times a week, realistically, if you're a contending team. So it's just something we'll have to follow here. But I do appreciate the transparency from, from Rick Hahn and the ownership that they, they kind of blew it. And I don't think Rick Hahn blew it. Uh, I, I think the manager blew it. But, again, we this will come out in due time. Something, uh, you know, James Fegan will write about this in The Athletic three or four years from now. What happened, what went down, when all <laughs> the parties have moved on, you know. Hopefully Rick hasn't moved on. Well, you know what? Yes, hopefully Rick Hahn will have moved on by then because of all the success he's had running the White Sox. Hopefully he's, like, you know, got an ownership role to stake somewhere, you know. But once this thing is done, I think we will find out what happened. Uh, but I don't think though, we'll, we'll get that luxury uh, in short order here, but uh, we'll keep it uh, posted here. Keep you guys posted on that story all off season long. And uh, one of my favorite things today, Herb, but this is this is all just filler. 
Uh, we're going to get to it after a quick timeout. But Scott Boris did his <laughs> annual press conference at the GM meetings today, and we will break down the highlights. We'll talk about the White Sox involvement with Scott Boris and uh, look ahead at some possible Boris client targets. That's next after a quick timeout on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. Don't you love freedom of choice? That's what we love about this country, right? Well, it's no different at BuiltBar.com. They have so many different delicious flavors for you to try. There's something for everyone. Every Built Bar fan that I know, they've got their different favorite flavors. I have mine. Herb has his. Mine, of course, German chocolate. Thankfully, I still have a surplus here from the last time I ordered them. I'm down about 25 pounds now, thanks to our friends at Built Bar. I've been replacing a lot of those bad sugary snacks with Built Bars, and it's made all the difference. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and of course, German chocolate. So if you haven't tried all these great flavors, great way to get introduced to something new is mix it in. Get a mixed box of Built Bars. That way you can try something new along with the flavors that you already love. So when you get the mixed box, you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And best of all, they're not only delicious, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein in each bar calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and just four to five grams of net carbs per built bar all delicious all good for you order today built bar the official protein bar of u.s track and field go to builtbar.com and use our promo code lock 15 and that's going to get you 15 percent off your next order at builtbar.com all right, Scott Boris Herb, uh, if you are a, a man who, who likes puns and metaphors and- just, I do. Yeah, and if you like beat reporters just eating, literally eating <laughs> out of an agent's hand, that's what this is every year. Last year, uh, I can imagine when, when, when the assembled media got together, they, were just, they just felt good. They felt like nature was healing because I, I remember sitting in on that Zoom call last time last year when it was just it was a it was a zoom call uh, of, of scott boris and you had all the little you know uh it was like you know hollywood squares of beat reporters and it just wasn't the same uh, i've been told uh, i've never been to a gm meeting before but i've been told that scott boris has to stand on a literal soapbox when he's on his <laughs> soapbox because he is not the tallest of men which is which is fine it's not a knock but just if you could picture the 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 optics here of just all the media in baseball it just swore Warming around Scott Boris, the most powerful agent in the game, and uh, he he brings it, man. He he goes out there and he spits bars. And I will say this: critique the the the, the comedy writing all he wants, but at least he's bringing a little something. He's not just making it just plain boring for the assembled media. He knows he has pretty much one shot every year to speak to everyone, and he's going to make it as entertaining as possible for him <laughs> you know you can <laughs> debate the merits of whether or not it's actually entertaining or funny but we're getting to the point now where it's like it's the changing of the seasons here like you know that first brisk uh you know uh, breeze of autumn air you know and thanksgiving rolls around and oh there's scott boris uh, making cringy metaphors uh at the gm meeting so uh before we get to some of those he was asked about the White Sox and the involvement in in, in Rick Hahn and some of Scott Boris's clients. Uh, what's going on with, uh, on with on those fronts with the Sox and Scott Boris? Here's what uh, Scott Boris had to say. You have any uh, matchups with the White Sox? You have some great players. They have a lot of great players with a, a team with the arrow up. Yeah, you know, Rick and I have been in touch, and obviously they've got 
you know, needs in, in the outfield and in the infield, and where we're certainly having discussions about that. All right, so discussions, infield, outfield, not just about Rodon, which we'll get to in a second, but a couple things here, Herb. Uh, our guy, Bruce Levine, big swinging Richard down there at, the, at those meetings in Carlsbad, gets the first two questions after Scott Boris does his introductory remarks about you know the, the CBA and his, his thing today was the, the, the draft process and how it rewards tanking. He said it was, uh, quote, like the Easter Bunny uh, leaving rotten eggs or something to that effect. So Bruce got the first two questions, so of course he's, he gets to ask about the White Sox. But um, while we're throwing bouquets to Rick Hahn, that's something that people said could not be done. The White Sox dealing with Scott Boris, and of course they, they you know, they drafted Carlos Rodon, and now that's coming full circle here as they're negotiating, hopefully, to keep him around. But then they signed Dallas Keuchel, and now here they are. It's a non-story now where the, the White Sox are doing business with Scott Boris, presumably, and it's something that many folks uh, in our generation thought would never be done. And there, uh, there's Rick Hahn debunking those those myths uh, every day. I think that's uh, that's pretty cool that we've moved on from that ugly chapter of White Sox history. Yeah, I think it was Jerry and Kenny who mostly had problems with um, Scott Boris. And when it had to do with Scott Boris clients, I think Rick had the assignment. Even when Kenny was the general manager, it's like, yeah, we don't see eye to eye with that man. Rick, you go ahead and do it. And Rick's a gregarious guy. He's got a good personality about him. He can probably break down Scott Boris as Rick is a trained lawyer. I don't know if he ever practiced, but he passed the bar. So he could probably go head to head in negotiations and such with uh, Scott and keep it amicable without being too personal. You know, Kenny is hothead <laughs> and doesn't, you know, he's like not about all that, you know, legal mumbo jumbo. He's like, air. He better stay out of our business. He better stay out of White Sox business. There he is. Two plus two equals four. Don't give me other BS. And so, Ken, you know, Kenny, that's why he's up there. He's got his championship. He's GM emeritus forever. I don't even know if he's doing things anymore, but he's the great GM. I love you, Kenny. Yeah, but, thank you, Kenny, each and every day. that's I, I want the White Sox to win again for a lot of reasons, but I want Kenny to come out and, you know, and get his bouquet as well, you know, because he's the type, to his credit, like he won't come out and talk unless there's something great to talk about or unless there's something really horrendous to talk about. Like the last time we heard from him, you know, you know that wasn't – I remember he, he was talking about racial inequality and his, his family growing up in California and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But if, from a baseball sense, the last time we heard him speak, I think, was during the, the Manny Machado sweepstakes where he had to come and fall on the sword for his boss, mm-hmm. Jerry, and say how, how Jerry did a, you know, he, he had, did a stand-up job or whatever it was he said. So I would like to hear Kenny speak again and, and sort of – you know, do a long form sit down, probably with Lawrence. You know, yeah. Uh, and we <laughs> ask every. Oh yeah, we always ask. Yeah. <laughs> two months. Like I just send a text to Scott Reifert. Scott said I'll ask, but Kenny usually doesn't do press anymore. And you know, I that's what I expect every time. I got to ask the question though. But oh, yeah. yeah, if Rick and and Scott Boris have a good relationship now, I don't think that yeah that whole thing that we had with the White Sox and Scott Boris is a thing anymore so he can deal with everybody and i'm sure scott wants the white Sox involved in some of these clients that he has because it's perfect fits you have nick castellanos there is available good michael conforto a left-handed bat who struggled last year with i think COVID early in new york but he's had a pretty decent year and i mean a career in new york would be a 
good fit for the White Sox with that left-handed bat and a little bit better with the glove than uh, uh, Castellanos would be. Of course, Carlos Rodon. There's a bunch of other people. Chris Bryant, I don't know if that's a match, but, you know, local. He played here with the Cubs. Maybe he wants to just stay in Chicago, loves Chicago, and wants to see this ascending team finish it off. But, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that could be perfect matches. Marcus Simeon, another guy, there will be a perfect match with the White Sox. And if you want to. Your man, Jake Arietta too. He's out there. No, no thanks. Hard pass on that, man. Uh, I was a big Arietta fan for a long time uh, until he did that bullshit on that Zoom call with Bruce uh, about wearing the mask. Uh, hard pass on that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a guy that I've met, and, uh, you know, he's a contributor on the station for a long time during the good years. And I was thought to be, for him to be a, a cool dude, but that, that was horseshit. I did not like that at the time. Um, anyway, uh, Rodon. So Scott Boris was asked about the White Sox not extending the qualifying offer to Carlos Rodon, and Scott Boris, your reaction to that was? Uh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, when you think about sculpting a pitching staff, and you're a thinking man, and you're a thinking man, the target, without a doubt, is Rodon. Yeah, there he is. There's, 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 uh, there's Scott with his metaphors there. He's talking, of course, about the famous sculpture, the the thinker. Uh, but yeah, man. So, I I believe that there is going to be something brewing here with with Rodon and the Sox. I, I think this is all part of the plan. You know, those quotes read like "ho ho ha ha." Let's laugh off the White Sox and their uh, incompetence. But you know, uh, Rick's out here playing the chess, not checkers. So I, I think maybe they're going to work on something. This may take a while. Because you're dealing with a Boris client, they're really going to wait and see how the market evolves. You know, uh, I don't think typically Boris clients are the guys that that set the market. There are exceptions. Nope. There are ex- exceptions, but he's not going to go out and take a team friendly deal um, and just because. So this could take a while. They may find a better fit, and they may be able to re- replace him in the rotation. And they just, you know, they want to do it on their terms, on their timeline, and they may not have time to wait for Boris and Rodon. But I do believe those talks are, are going on, as I, as I hope they would be. Um, but you mentioned, Herb, a couple of those guys that are free agents that are Boris clients, Castellanos, Conforto. Here's what Boris said. Uh, You're ready, folks. Just strap in here if you like puns and metaphors and uh, you love laughter. Uh, I don't know why you're listening to this show if you love laughter, but if you love those <laughs> things, uh, here is Scott Boris on his client, Nick Castellanos. No, I kind of advised all of you like two years ago that that old St. Nick was going to bring a lot of presents to Cincinnati, <laughs> you know, and frankly, we're just going to sit back and see, um, you know, what teams have been naughty and nice. <laughs> now, Herb, you're not laughing. I don't know if you, like, did you not understand those jokes? Did you need, did you need me to whiteboard those for you? See? His, his name's Nick Castellanos, uh, and Saint Nick is often referred to as uh, that's the alias for Santa Claus in some cultures. And Santa Claus brings gifts to to children. I know you don't have children, but you were a child at one point. Uh, but you know, never had a chimney either. Santa, yeah, Santa uh, has a magic key in my home. That's how he gets in our house. Um, <laughs> Saint Nick leaves gifts, uh, so that's what what that uh, was about. And, and it's been said about Santa Claus in some cultures. Uh, it, it, you know, if you're naughty. Uh, if you're on the naughty list, you don't get gifts. So he's talking, of course, he's making that analogy there. You understand that a little better? Because you weren't laughing. Yeah, yeah. he left the gift of that uh, Tom Brenneman call. That's always good. It would live on forever. I'll have to put that one in post. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. 
as Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. And there it is. Um, I have the Tom Brennan call at the ready at, at, at work, but not here on my little board here. But uh, it's always great. All right. Uh, you mentioned Michael Conforto. And um, if you really love laughter, uh, you, you're, you're locked in here. And I want to – I hope I, I don't have to whiteboard this too much here for you. Here's Scott Boris talking about his client, right fielder, left-handed stick, Michael Conforto. You know, Conforto's kind of been the – the king of diamonds, Little League World Series, um, College World Series. And, and as a Met, he's been an all-star. He's been a, a pennant winner. He was huge in the World Series. He basically has become the uh, king of queens. The king of queens. No. And kind of in free agency now, he's kind of like the, uh, the ace of many GM's hearts. Um, the audible moans and groans there from the assembled media. I think Bruce was Bruce. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruce of all people. No. <laughs> Bruce of all people with the, not know, a Kevin James fan. <laughs> apparently not. Um, how could you not be? Uh, but yeah. So are, do we? Are, do we? I didn't see any laughter there. Um, you need help whiteboarding those. See, the King of Queens it was a show with Kevin James. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that song. <laughs> My arms are getting weary. My back is getting tight. Man, it's how cool is it to work with uh, Leah Remini on a day-to-day basis, working with Bernstein? I'm glad it's, she left Scientology. It was just so great. I mean, the, the fact that she wants to work in radio, it's a weird thing. Go from Stacey Carosa to radio, but whatever. Yeah, you know, what you can do. But um, let's talk about Michael Conforto a little bit. We've had a couple of emailers talk about him. And the more that I think of it, I think this could be a, a perfect fit, as you said. You know, Conforto is a guy who you look at his career here, his past few years, I'm just you know talking about home runs, his big season coming in 2019 when he hit 33 of them, he got on base at a 363 clip. I think we're all in agreement here when we're talking about 2020, for better or for worse, we know now that we're just going to throw it out, I think, more often than not. I mean, you can take some things away from it, but ultimately you saw a lot of guys that have had good years previously, had bad years, and you saw, saw the opposite of that. Guys who have had bad years have good years. So uh, 2021 in his bounce-back season, he hits uh, 14 homers, gets on base at a uh, 344 clip in 125 games and 479 plate appearances. But this guy who's hit 141 home runs in his big league career, Plays a really solid defense. He was an all-star in 2017. This could be a, a prime candidate for a, a bounce-back season. And, you know, providing a little power from the left side there, I think this makes a lot of sense for the White Sox. This would not be my first choice. But if uh, if you're looking at Michael Conforto in, uh, in, in right field on opening day, that probably means you were able to allocate more recess resources to other areas of your roster because you hopefully saved a couple of bucks because Michael Conforto is not going to break the bank. But I think I would be okay with that pending other moves, obviously. But what, what say you about Michael Conforto? Uh, let's get you on record right now. I mean, we have lost two Oregon State 
people, beavers as they are called over there. The crack, with, the, <laughs> with the great Nick Madrigal. And also, I think Jace Fry got uh, released or was granted free agency. Yes. So we need more Oregon State beavers on our team. And Michael Conforto is one of those people. As you heard Scott Boris said, he went to the Little League World Series and he went to the College World Series. Let's finish that off. Let's make sure that Michael Conforto, if he does come to the White Sox, goes to the real World Series and contributes. If this is the White Sox move and it comes down to him playing right field, awesome. I'm in. That's an upgrade. It's, Your team's yeah, better, yeah. It's And it's a guy that's coming into his own. Like, he's 29. He had a – I think he had COVID at the beginning of the year, came back, wasn't great, wasn't bad, league average OPS. Um, but I think there's more of that 2019 guy than the 2020 and 2021 so I'm very excited if they can get like like they fail or don't get Nick Castellanos or whatever big right fielder they're going for and they have to downshift to Michael Conforto. Let's do it. Um, I shouldn't say that the year in 2020 was was a down year per se, you know. Um, not a lot of bats. He didn't have a lot of you know, right, home runs. Exactly. The home runs is what I look at, but he did it get on base at a 412 clip so yeah that is pretty decent so you know you, you look at it here it's a pretty solid track record here and it's it's a guy that will probably you know uh, not the contract probably will not come back to bite you in the ass because he's got a pretty solid big league track record you just don't hear a, a ton about him um but yeah you look at his, his obps throughout his career starting in 15 at 335 310 384 350 363 412 and 344 so uh, I would like that move a lot for the White Sox so I, I think that's a dark horse uh, free agent target for Rick Hahn if we're, if we're really being honest about this stuff I, I don't know if the Castellanos thing is a perfect fit for this club I know we love him but if they are trying to get a little bit more balance if they took you know the Astros pitching coach or the former pitching coach Strom's comments to heart and how they were easy to prepare for and they were kind of a too right-handed dominant you know we talked about it in yesterday's show though like we don't always care like you can just give me a whole bunch of guys from the right side who, and if they can mash they can get on base then I'm cool with it and they do have some left-handed pop with Moncada and Grandal as you mentioned yesterday but if you can add another one to, to the mix I think your ball club's looking really good right there so that's a name to watch Michael Conforto I think and uh, I would love to to get some insight on him if, if the Sox do sign him we'll talk to our guy the Rand Dazzler I think and find out what's going on with Michael Conforto, and maybe if the Sox uh, make a push for him. That's uh, and I'm going to ask Wayne if uh, Michael Conforto brings a World Series championship to the White Sox, does he get into the Italian American Sports Hall of Fame? <laughs> is Wayne already in that? He ought to be. He is not. Oh, like, he will be. I'm, I know the family runs it, so uh, he should be soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's friends with Jerry Seinfeld for Christ's sake. You've seen those pictures, right? Se yeah. Seinfeld up in the up in the Mets booth there. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we'll get, uh, I've got some more Boris stuff here on the other side quickly on the way out. That's next here on Locked on White Sox. And Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. You know, folks, they're back and better than ever. They've got a new web interface for the start of basketball season and even more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Not only those sports, they've got every single sport you can imagine. They still have some baseball stuff you can bet on. The Cy Young Award winner is going to be announced in a couple of weeks, and our guy Lance Lynn is in the final uh, three in the running for Cy Young. They've got Robbie Ray, Garrett Cole, Lance Lynn in the American League, Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, and Max Scherzer in the National League. You can 
uh, make a wager on who's going to win the Cy Young. And, you know, I think all signs point to Robbie Ray, who's at minus 1,500. Garrett Cole from the Yankees is plus, plus 550. But if you want to, you know, put your uh, put your eggs in the Lance Lynn Lose basket. Lose your money. Yes. <laughs> you can do that, man. You could you can uh, have all sorts of fun at Bet Online. Uh, plus thirty three hundred for Lance Lynn. So you know that's a that's a play you can make. And you know they they've got all sorts of futures here for these postseason awards. Uh, AL Rookie of the Year. Randy Arozarena, who's going to be a rookie forever, uh, he's Ever. at minus two seventy five. Wander Franco's up there, plus two hundred, and Luis Garcia plus sixteen hundred. And the National League, Jonathan India, Trevor Rogers, Dylan Carlson, all there uh, as well. So if you want to make a wager on some of these postseason awards, they're all right there for you at Bet Online. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Lockdown to receive your bonus. Basketball, football, baseball postseason and awards. NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Herb, there's there's more Boris stuff here that I would like to get to before we get out of here, just on the mm-hmm. way out. And uh, if you've had your fill of laughter, then you just, you know, click next episode or listen to another podcast right now. If you said, look, I can't take it. I, I've, I've laughed too much listening to this episode. Maybe the next couple minutes isn't for you. Um, I, I took a look at the White Sox free agents, you know, the, the guys that are most likely leaving the team in 2022. You got a few guys here, you know, Leary Garcia, Ryan Tapera. Billy Hamilton, and I got to thinking, Herb, what if they were represented by Scott Boris? What would Scott Boris be saying uh, about those guys, you know, uh, if you're a GM looking to acquire their services? You ready, Herb? This, I, I've, ready. I've, I've penned a few lines here. I'm, I'm, this is me auditioning to write for Scott Boris's team uh, and work as a part of Boris Corps. I would love to just have the Boris Corps like quarter zip and the baseball, the golf cap, the baseball cap, you know, give me a visor. Working because, in Newport Beach. <laughs> exactly. Because that Boris, the Boris Corp logo looks like a, something that, from a movie. Like here, like if you just take a look how it looks aesthetically, it's like this looks like what a, 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 someone on a movie set would design, a costume designer would be like, okay, this is sports agent guy's logo. Um, but here, here it is. Here's my pitch so to speak, uh, to Scott Boris. Get it? It's baseball uh, analogy it. there. Um, Leary Garcia. <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. You know, it's been said of Leary Garcia, he's like a Swiss army knife. Well, if you're a team looking to buy his services, it will cost more than a Swiss mint. However, if you're an opposing pitcher, especially in the postseason, he will not remain neutral. Nothing. <laughs> people, people can't see your smiling uh, face on the. On the that on was the, good. Okay, well, if you like that, there's, there's more where that came from. Mm-hmm. All right, um, it's like a, it's like a Jim Beige thing. <laughs> it is kind of like that. I hope Brendan's listening. Uh, happy belated to, birthday to Brendan. Uh, we already wished him happy birthday. I retract that. I'm going to take that out in post. We already wished him a happy birthday on the show. <laughs> um, Ryan Tapera is the guy who I mentioned earlier. You know her, but. Relievers like Ryan Tapera are guys you want to have next to you in a foxhole. Well, if you're a team that wants to win the war, I hope you've been saving for Private Ryan. 
There we go. There we go. Uh, uh, that one was good. All right, finally here. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I'm just I'm shooting my shot here for Boris Core. You guys uh, got to pull over, man. <laughs> So yeah. you don't get an accident. Yeah, locked on. David Locke is not responsible for any car accidents to, uh, during the taping and of the listing of this segment here. All right. Finally, uh, Billy Hamilton. Unlike the other famous Hamilton, on the Bates Pass, this Hamilton will not be gunned down. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Ah, too soon. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'll I'll take that out in post. I mean, no disrespect <laughs> to the family of Alexander Hamilton. Uh, but yeah, man, that's 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 my pitch for Boris Kor. Uh, what do you think? Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, he should be calling already when he hears this shit. <laughs> hey, Scott, I mean, seriously, Scott's gonna call the voicemail at three one two five six six eight seven two seven. Yeah, so that that's where we're at with it. So that's all I got. Uh, we've got more stuff coming tomorrow from Rick Hahn, Stuff that we haven't gotten to. Uh, we'll talk about some of his regrets and uh, maybe not. Maybe he doesn't regret anything. We've got a really full mailbag here that I think we won't be able to get to until Monday, Tuesday show. But it's really solid. You guys came through, and there's a lot of good voicemails too. We'll tell some stories and. Uh, and we'll get your uh, your crazy trade proposals and uh, and free agency acquisitions in that show those shows next week. So got a got a couple more episodes this week. Uh, if we're still on a five show a week schedule. So thank you for rocking with us, everyone. But that's all I got today, Herb. That is Chris Tannehill. You can follow him at Chris Tannehill. Me, Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall twenty three, and the show at Locked On Socks. And thank you for making Locked On Socks your first listen every morning. Locked On Socks is free and available on all platforms including Locked On Socks on YouTube. So for Chris, my name is Herb. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Socks.